0: Hey, Dean, should we start the podcast in three, Uh, no, two, uh, one? uh. (laughs) Welcome to A Bumpy Road, Adapting to Disability. In this podcast, we will discuss the ups, downs, and in-betweens of the disabled family experience. The hosts of this podcast are Ijoma Ross, Mark DePrato, and me, Rain DePrato.
1: Good morning, Ajoma and Rain.
0: Good
2: morning. Good morning.
1: I think uh, today's going to be a really fun conversation because it's something that we've all challenged ourselves with and it's something that 22 years ago we never knew we'd be challenged with, which is um, clothing.
0: Well, fashion's always a bit of a struggle, but more so <laughs> for some of us than it is.
1: Yeah, def- definitely, uh, definitely for this side of the table. Um, but one of the things that we discovered years ago is, as we were trying to get outside with Dean more and more, was that getting jackets on him, getting um, snow pants on him when he was in his wheelchair was getting, especially got as he got bigger, it got harder and harder.
2: And yeah, trying to keep it, keep him dressed warmly, but easily
0: was. Our challenge.
1: Yeah, there was a lot of get him in and out of wheelchairs and...
0: In and out of coats, shoving coats down backs and... Yeah,
1: it got it got really hard until one day we found our new best, well, certainly our new winter best friends at kool Sports who really helped us um, think about um, winter clothing in a different way, from boots to pants to the... Um, the jacket that Dean wears, then that he can wear with his sitski, which we'll talk about, and in his wheelchair.
2: His sleeping bag. His yeah. sleeping bag. Mittens. <gasps> it's, oh, it's, oh, the mittens, too. Yep. It's not really a sleeping bag. Well.
1: Uh, I know, but Rain thinks it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll talk about that in a We will. So, today we want to introduce um, a few people, a couple people that we've known for a long time uh, John Cook and Jennifer Galleon from uh, Coolway Sports. Uh, that's Cool Way with a K O O L. Um, and they are uh, truly awesome. They're the co founders of Cool uh, Way Sports. And uh, today we're really happy to have them with us to talk a little bit more about uh, why it is they do what they do. So I'd like to welcome uh, John and uh, Jen or Jenny. What, what are we going to go with today, Jenny?
3: <laughs> we're going to go with Jenny. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us, by the way. This is a thrill, and a real thrill and privilege. Um, to work with you guys and and families like yours around the world um people come to us with their their daily challenges of how am i gonna get my child my um my aging parent outside keep them warm keep them active and um you know, we come up with a. We figure it's a great solution, and I think you guys do think the same way as we do. Um, we love families being outside and being active, uh, especially when we see Dean and yourself skiing with the family. That that just warms our hearts. You you won't believe <laughs> when we see these pictures, and John will say yes to this as well. When we see these pictures on a Saturday or Sunday morning, and people are posting now their pictures of their active families, we get a rush. Like this is a rush for us. And it's the best job I've ever had, um, helping people with disabilities and their families, um, as we say, live life the cool way.
0: We warm your hearts with our photos and you keep us literally warm, <laughs> well, that's <laughs> that's how <right>. it goes.
1: <laughs> that's awesome, Jen. Um, John, can you tell us a little bit about how Coolway uh, started and what what brought it to being?
4: Sure. So about seventeen years ago, Jennifer was in between assignments, so to speak, and she hooked up with a relative who was a a, a sewer, a professional sewer, who taught sewing classes to young girls because uh, they home economic class, of course, canceled out. So, and uh, she had a, she had one of the students had a a, a relative or a, ch- or a brother, or sibling. It was in a chair and was asked can they make a special coat so they made a special coat and when jennifer um went to her house one night she said hey i i i like what you're doing i i'd like to work with you i think you're you've got an idea here that can affect a lot of individuals so that was about 17 years ago and they started what i would call a um a smaller company well it's people some people call it a hobby company but it was a smaller company and about three and a half years into the journey, uh, I had a phone call one Wednesday night uh, when Shark Tank was on or Dragons Den was on, and it was it was her her relative who I used to live across the street before I went to Regina and I came back and asked if I was still doing international marketing and finance, and I said yes, and would I like to maybe uh, be their business mentor? So I came in as a uh, I call it a friendly. Friendly shark, <laughs> um, Jennifer and I, uh, we, the three of us hit it off well. Um, we closed a couple of very large deals. Um, who are, who are the,
1: the deal? Who are the deals with that you? Uh, we did you get uh, it, motion specialties.
4: Did. Did the biggest one, the first one we ever did was motion specialties into, into about two and a half months. Great, and and
1: and for those and for those that don't know, motion specialties is a very large supplier of. Um, uh, Disability products like Dean's a, wheelchair, equipment, equipment, yeah. equipment oh. Dean's yeah. wheelchair, and all, all sorts of other stuff comes from Motion Motion Specialties. So, into about uh, the
4: second year, um, there was a slight change of uh, philosophy between Jennifer and her her relative, and it was decided in uh, late August, July and August of 09, uh, that uh, she maybe not have the same heart in the project. Jennifer wanted to make it a full-time, a full-time job. Um, I saw it as a full-time job. And I also saw that uh, in the year and a half that I had worked with Jennifer, uh, uh, I realized uh, I had the same vision and mission that Jennifer did.
1: So what was was that vision? What, what made you both think that it was a full-time job? What took you there?
4: Because there was no one else in the marketplace. Uh, You cannot, individuals with extreme uh, medical conditions and medical fragile children and adults cannot buy, cannot wear or buy clothes off the rack. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it takes a normal individual with trying to get someone dressed 15 to 20 minutes each time they dress and undress. Man, that's a talented individual.
1: Get... I've, I've never been that fast.
4: <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. So that's even better to my story, my pitch. So our product, we can, we can, with the design of our product and the different stages of our design, we're able to dress and undress anyone head to toe in five minutes. So we're saving it. We're saving families, caregivers, school assistants, three and four hours a day of quality time that uh, you have lost. And It's not uh, It's not just the
2: time. It's the frustration, too. Oh, right. so trying to get Dean into a regular jacket yeah. and shove that jacket down behind his back and his custom fitting chair We got him him dressed in about three minutes this morning, out the door.
4: There you go. That that improves my angel pitch. Um, (laughs) But The big big thing is um, back in June, I think it was actually, it was June, I was in Miami at at an international conference, had a lengthy conversation with both Jennifer and the other partner, and uh, I picked up the phone that night uh, before I went to dinner. I had a long conversation with Jennifer, and we decided then, that we need to form a new company, a new alliance, start from sort of start from scratch, uh, change the company name. Uh, so on September 19th, I think it was 2009, we formed Kuei Sports. We had nothing. We had we had no patterns, no staff. We had Jennifer's client base, but we started from scratch. And today we're a worldwide organization.
1: That's yeah. that's amazing. And you know, one thing that struck me when you just said 2009 not an easy year in the economy to start up a new business. That must've been a bit scary.
4: Yeah. Um, It was, but um, I got my previous with the world of disability. My previous experience was in Saskatchewan with the special Olympics. So it's a little different. Um, It's a little different because we're looking at a a different uh, level of disability and it took me a while and it was the first time Jennifer, you know, the old, the old slap me on the back of my head two or three times. But Jennifer got me in, in, in line and uh, on the same thinking path. And uh, I'm a believer of extreme hard work. Uh, I'm a I'm a firm believer of Jim Collins' book Good to Great. If they don't, if, if the people aren't going to work, if the people you work with or your suppliers aren't going to work the same way, get them off the bus quick. Yeah. No. And jennifer has uh jennifer wants to comment on that
3: part yeah. well i just think we both had this drive i think you know seeing kids um you know that that were wearing coats on backwards and blankets and <laughs> and mm-hmm. senior citizens yep. especially at sunnybrook hospital i think that was a real turning point for me when i saw people like not like not being respectful of these seniors and seeing the coats on backwards and the blankets and shoving them outside for some fresh air. And where's their dignity? What's the dignity in that? Like there's just, it just doesn't look right to me. And I just wanted to have a product um, and we're very proud of what we've done and accomplished and, and the people along the way that have helped us and the people, the families that have really promoted us. We don't have big marketing dollars. We have families and contacts and we have now contacts around the world uh, friends we call them our special needs friends and um, yeah. yeah we love this community we we just want to get the word out more so that yeah. you know we can help more people
0: yeah this is a great community I agree with you um, and what you were saying about like dignity and what it looks like to be in clothing that doesn't fit you properly or it's not on properly I not really stands out to me, like in the disability community, we all face um, comments every now and then about what our family members or friends look like. Um, And I think you're totally right on about saying like it does, or it makes a huge difference to have clothing that fits properly and just brings back the humanity to the person. And just like,
3: exactly. And they get to pick their own color. So we have, we have nonverbal clients Mm -hmm. and you know, when they see the color combinations that we have, and maybe they have a favorite team yep. that they want to wear that those team colors, mm-hmm. we can do that. We can make that happen for them, so they feel. Um, I know we have a boy um, in Ottawa who loves the, of course, the Ottawa Senators. So of course, he had to have the Ottawa Senators colors, and mm-hmm. and we've just finished a program with uh, Jay's Care Foundation. And what an honor that was when, you know, all across Canada, we were outfitting uh, children in the Challenger baseball leagues. And, of course, they wanted the Blue Jay colors. Yes, of course. Right. So we can do those kind of things.
1: I think when, when we get Dean's next jacket, I think he needs a Raptors coat. Well, his yeah. is red. red it's and red, black, and, red and black. That's, it, it's yeah. red now, but I think we can get some of that black in there. Do you think we can? We can. We, we, yeah. Just, just give us a call. That's right. We should do
0: We should do a retro, like purple, do. purple, purple <laughs> and white, <laughs> purple <laughs> and black.
4: Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. Take it old school. I think, exactly. You
4: know, people, people come to us and say, you know, uh, from an expense standpoint, <clears> I said, well, it's, it's everything's custom made. Um, you know, and we're paying a living wage here in Durham region. Like, like if, he, if I was to tell you how much we were paying our staff uh, on the different stages, mm. um, people would say, well, and we've had angel investors and we've had dragons people say, well, why don't you ship it to China? Why don't you get China to do it? And I, my, I'm a proud Canadian. And from when we developed the partnership uh, as Coolway Sports in 09, I vowed yet to Jennifer that I would keep the business here in, in Ontario. Mm -hmm. and i would protect i would protect our staff and we we they saw how we protected them back in in march last year when we pivoted from making our our all our products to cool gowns we had enough production in our staff to keep them working till probably mid-april then we're going to have to close it down and as (laughs) i am the philanthropist in the group in the bank I didn't want to close it down. These people mean a lot to us. So Jennifer and I did a lot of research. We were asked by the federal government and Mars uh, hub in Toronto to make mm-hmm. uh, asks. Uh, they hooked us up with the feds. The feds told us what material we had to buy and who to buy it from. And when I called the, the president of the mill in Quebec, I had to buy half a million dollars worth of material before we had that wow. sale. Uh-huh. Wow. And, um, you might have that, but I haven't got that. Yeah. Um, so no, then and just... also,
3: we just didn't feel comfortable, right, no. with the whole mask, you know, N95. It's a very technical product to produce. Mm-hmm. It's not just sew it and put it out there. Our name is on the product right. and the liability, and John, John can talk more about that, but I was kind of scared. Yeah. I was actually really scared.
1: So as you, as you guys have been moving through this journey, which has been, you know, clearly quite an adventure, um, you've had the opportunity to impact a lot of families and, um, would we'd love to hear, I mean, we know our story, but we'd love to hear some other stories about other families and the, the positive impacts that you, we've got, we've
4: got, yeah, we've got another boy in Ottawa, uh, who we made a pair of, his father was, was, uh, skeptic so uh, he wanted to try us. This was a couple of years ago. And we made him a pair of cool boots, the winter cool boots with the uh, you know, extra warm. And last year, the father came back to us. And uh, by the end of the conversation, we both, all three of us were in tears. And he said, your cool boots saved my son's life. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't go into any details. But he said, I want to buy a coat because I know, the, I know what the, that did. We have a mother. We have one of our uh, huge supporter in, uh, in Ohio. Uh, whose son has uh, a medical condition that his his body temperature is three degrees cooler than normal, and hence um, the only thing he sleeps in at night uh, you talk about is a sleeping bag, but the, our cozy legs, yeah, and the legs he 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 that that's the only thing he sleeps in. With pajamas on, but it's the only thing that keeps him warm. That's we, outstanding. We've had mothers in New Brunswick. I remember the mother, we did the fitting of a 35-year-old daughter. And Again, there's, we're, we're an unknown. Uh, like Jennifer said, we don't have the big publicity. We don't have the big uh, endorsements from a lot of organizations. So we made, the, we made the daughter a full winter outfit. And out of the blue, the mother called us, uh, and, or the mother sent us a note, and we called and did a three-way conversation, and the whole time she cried. She says, uh-huh. where have you been for 35 years? That's yeah. right.
0: Exactly. So, so for you guys, I know that the this whole organization was started based on somebody making this for a sibling. Had this kind of project, like disability clothing, this kind of thing, had this been on either of your radars before you started Cool It? No, nope. not,
3: not at all. I, I didn't even know it. We didn't know about the world of disabilities before uh, I got into this. Um, it was a very... It was a an amazing. It's been an amazing journey, to tell you the truth. Um, when when I had lost my job, when John said I was out of a, like in between assignments, and uh, I I was searching for something a pivotal moment for for me. I turned forty, and I thought I had this great career in, in graphic arts and an uh, amazing job in the printing industry, and and I just I was downsized, and I didn't know what my next. Uh, job was going to look like so I decided to create something and with that with the research I did um, I went to the library and I, I got out Maddie Stepanek's uh, poetry books out of the library because I saw him on Oprah and I saw him on Larry King and I went this is an amazing kid I love this kid I gotta learn more about this kid and what his mission is in life and I was just overwhelmed and and then Christopher Reeve as well. Um, just inspired me and I thought there's something I can do with my life. I've just turned forty. I can I can do something. I could get moving and, and get going on this and I just I put out all the feelers and I, I didn't hold back from calling people that were mm-hmm. already in the industry yeah. to find out what the industry experts were doing, where to go get materials, where the sewers are, and just really grassroots, you yeah. know, pull up your sleeves and just do the work. And that's-, that's, what it, that's what we do every day. We just do the work. And the people we meet along the way, it's just fascinating and yeah. unbelievable what our little coat has made a difference in their life and it's and I always say it's just a coat but there's really more to it yeah than it just is a not coat. just
0: a coat yeah <laughs> it it yeah. allows everyone to get outside so much yeah. um yeah and I'm just I'm wondering how so when I think about winter coats and like the ability for us to get outside and how you guys were saying it wasn't really on your radar. And I think for most parents um, of kids with disabilities, like the world of disability is not really on anyone's radar, but how much, or what's the biggest lesson that you guys have learned as you've been exposed to this whole community in, yeah. in terms of like talking to other families, what, what have you guys learned the most from this community?
3: Mm-hmm. I just remember a lady calling me and saying, my daughter can't move her arms very well to put her arm into a sleeve. Mm-hmm. We were, we actually, when we started the business, our zippers were only from the cuff to the elbow. She said, oh, have wow. you ever, have you ever thought Jenny of putting a full zipper in a sleeve? And I went, what a great idea.
4: That
3: yeah. mm-hmm. From that moment on, all zippers uh, in yeah. every sleeve. Yeah, and
4: then and then the uh, the the wheelchair has evolved a lot since oh9 Like it's it's huge, and uh, the fitting of the body of the wheelchair is not just a standard walking chair. Yeah, it is now a molded Ferrari car seat. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, that you can't even you can't even get a J cloth down the back. Yeah, so that's right, up with that with the with the curved back. Yeah, so. Um, and now we've expanded, there's an organization, there's a company in Colorado called Ride R-I-D-E Seating. And now they make the chairs super tight fit, super side laterals. They have welded head clamps in the back of the chair. So once you get the individual into the chair and clamp down, you can't you can't get anything down the back. Yeah. And so we had the privilege yeah. of being called by uh, Durham Medical. Mm-hmm. Bill called us in because he was the first Canadian rep for Ride. And we... Designed and manufactured a coat that now is goes around the back of the wheelchair.
0: Oh wow, so that's we, a, that's very cool. At,
4: you look at the front of the body, and it looks like our standard coat. It, it, the blankets look like standard. Uh, the hood is standard. Mm-hmm. But when you come around the back, it's a complete cut. So we end up having to do three or four Zoom calls. I have to sit here and do a engineering 3D cut cut and paste paper on what we're <laughs> going to do it. We then have to take it to our staff to say, "Can you sew it?" <laughs> but then the, the biggest sale job is back to the parents uh, worldwide. and we've done this for? We've done it for the UK, a lot in the states, a lot in Canada. Do you believe in the? Because there's an extra surcharge. Do you believe in the concept that we're doing? And until we we've actually shipped the 3D drawing to them, the paper, just so they could hold it and look at it. We had a mother in England. I had a mother in England on three Zoom calls, cutting up an old uh, an old uh, bath towel. (laughs) Wow! So I could so I could explain to her, and that's the big thing. Zoom has. We started doing Zoom fittings three years ago, or Mm -hmm. Facetime three years ago, Mm -hmm. when we felt that driving in the metropolitan Toronto and elsewhere is too time consuming to do a a, a twenty minute fit.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What's amazing about I mean, what's amazing about your coat is the coat. But the, the the next thing that's so amazing is I was stunned when I found out it didn't cost that much more than a regular coat because most things in the disability community <laughs> cost- are oh, know. You know, Sweet, really know. sort of started at $1,000 and go up. Yeah. And to get a coat for pretty much what we spent on Rain's coat. Yeah. Uh, was and that fit Dean that did all the things we needed was fantastic.
0: Yeah. And we'll all of, there will be uh pictures and videos of the all the um the coats and the boots and all that on our social medias posted after this episode. But just for a quick so you can imagine what it looks like. And honestly I've put Dean's whole outfit on and it is just wonderful. Um, what Dean skis in is there is a coat, which doesn't go all the way down his back so that we don't need to fight with his chair. Um, and then under the arms, there are zippers that go all the way from like the, the bottom of the jacket at your hips all the way out to the cuffs, which means we don't need to bend Dean's arms in all these funky ways, um, to get him in a coat. And then there is instead of snow pants, because if Dean's in a sit ski or in his wheelchair, He doesn't need the free movement of pants. So it's basically the bottom of a sleeping bag, which zips on and tucks into his coat. And it's outstanding. And
1: and when I think about um, how often, you know, when we take when we take Dean skiing, the ability to get him into the to the sit ski and then dress him around it. Yeah, it's it's I mean, honestly, it's an overused phrase, but it's a total game changer.
0: And he's warmer than I am. Like hands down every time he's warmer
4: than I
1: am. Yeah. Like we get him when we take him back in after we've been out on the the hills Mm -hmm. skiing, we bring him in and yeah, no, his feet are warm. His body's warm. He's, he's, yeah, he's doing better than any of us.
0: Do you guys find like, obviously in terms of competition, you guys would probably rather be the only ones in this market, but in general, would you like to see more companies that make kind of adapted clothing?
3: Definitely, I think there's, you know, I think a lot of people are getting into the world of disability adaptive apparel. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be great for people to have a choice. Yeah. I, I think there, it's nice when everybody looks good and feels good. You know, you're out there with your family. Um, I know with COVID times, you know, we're not out going to restaurants or anything. But when you some see somebody in a wheelchair, you know, you're first going to look at them and say, wow, they look really good. The right. coat that they have, it looks like a regular coat. Yeah. And that's what so many people say to us. It looks like a regular coat. Like they're wearing a regular coat.
4: We've uh, set up a new website called uh, the cool So our products are sustainable. So from an MBA course, uh, our product is not disposable three months after you buy it. So you buy another one. Um, you know, we believe in we believe in sustainability. We believe in, uh, in protecting the uh, environment. Um, the same with our with our gowns; it's not a throwaway gown. Uh, hence, uh, we have children that have outgrown. Uh, we've had uh, sad to say, but we've had some uh, some some of our clients have passed away. And instead of, uh, and if the family doesn't know anyone to give it to as an angel gift, we are trying to match it on our new website. So we've matched three or four products now in Canada, and we've got a number of products in the States that we're trying to match with families. And there's no charge uh, unless the family wants to recoup some money. But if, if you were donating a product and uh, we would give you cool credits for the purchase of your next product and the, the family that's receiving the product, we just ask for them to pay for the
1: shipping. That's amazing. We're, we're kind of running out of time. Um, we really wanted to thank you, uh, both um, a, a, I think personally for, yeah. for everything you've done uh, for us and for the community.
2: For, for finding us at the ski hill and saying you need better clothing. Yeah. That's it really, right. It really
1: was. It was, uh, you're right. You, your, your best marketing is, uh, is when you get out there and you just uh, show us the better way. Yeah. Which yeah. is the cool yeah, way. Well,
3: yeah. It's a cool way. But you know, if Dean, if Dean was cold, um, you wouldn't have that, that those fun experiences and those those yeah. great memories. And I just I want to thank you guys for for being our um, you know you've been there from day one. I think I think Dean was our very first sit ski client.
4: Yep, yeah. Wow. And I didn't um know that.
3: yeah, you guys you guys have you know you know come back and said would you make the cape? I think so Dean could yeah. go to camp. Um, you know, the cool boots have served a purpose, the, the new mitts that, uh, we made. So Mm -hmm. like, it just means a lot when people call us,
1: this is our recurring segment. How How do you you get over the bumps bumps. in each episode? We're going to ask our guest, how do you get over the bumps, John and Jennifer? Um, you know, we, we want to know from you, how do you get over the bumps?
4: Well, I get over the bumps uh, two to two ways. I listen to uh, driving music. Uh, I li- I always put something on first thing in the morning. Not not sad music. It has to be drive music. Like I used to wake up to Mountains Mississippi Queen, uh, <laughs> or or then maybe uh, maybe I'll put on some Rush or I'll put on some Pearl Jam. But I also I think what gets over the bumps is the uh, the involvement of uh, uh, my my spouse Linda in, in helping out with the business, uh, she is, has a professional job, extremely busy, but she's really stepped forward in the last year to two years, um, to, uh, you know, to, to, to be, be, be a major player, a major, uh, backroom player in kool Sports and her support. And, uh, every night, uh, she asks me what we did today, and I tell her what Jennifer and I did for the day, and who we had conversations with. And you know, we're doing a lot of running around, picking up from all our staff during COVID. And uh, Linda's the one that's
1: driving. Jennifer, how do how do you get over the bumps in your road?
3: How do I get over the bumps? Well, I wake up every morning um, with an open heart, and open mind. I I gratitude. I'm grateful for the job I have doing what I'm doing every morning. I always say to myself, this is the best job I've ever had. And I look and I see, I guess I'm a bit of a social media mm, overdrive, but I do look at it quite a bit. And my focus is the special needs community. Every morning I wake up and I see what these kids and adults and families are doing and they motivate me. They motivate me to do better, to do more. Um, so that's my drive. Um, I have a great a husband that supports me. I wouldn't be able to do this if it wasn't for Steve. Um, you know, I didn't want to go back to the cubicle job. There's no way. Once I learned, and I'm getting goosebumps right now. Once I learned how important this work really is, um, there's
1: no way I could go back. Listen, um, guys, we want to thank you so much. Uh, Again, um, it's cool way sports. Um, We're going to post all the links about it for anybody who's interested. And uh, we are just, we're, we're so pleased that we've known you guys for as long as we have and, and what you've meant um, to our family. Uh, And you really have helped Dean uh, and us in so many ways, being able to get out and do the skiing that we've done and, and get out and do the winter activities and even the fall activities that we might not have done because we weren't warm enough. Mm -hmm. Well, the blessing, the blessing is ours. Thank you so much. Definitely. Thank you. All right. Have a great one. Bye-bye.
0: Here at a bumpy road, we're all about fostering a community where we share our experiences. We want to hear your stories. If you have an experience to share, get in touch with us through any of our social medias. Follow our Facebook page, A Bumpy Road. We're on Instagram at abumpyroad.podcast and Twitter at abumpyroadpod. Finally, remember to subscribe to A Bumpy Road wherever you get your podcasts and share us with anyone who you think might be interested.